Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Thursday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Bennett is our producer today. Uh... Just a reminder, we're not having a show tomorrow because we're heading to Miami for Gator Baseball. Today almost set a record. In almost 26 years of doing sports scene, I have never had a show where in every segment there was a guest. It came close today because this is the only segment there's no guest. We're loaded today. Good stuff. We're going to talk with Mark Whittemore, who had retired from coaching football at Buholtz. He's now back at Buholtz. He'll tell you why he came out of retirement. Also, John Anderjack, Gator men's basketball assistant coach, will join us. Derek Scott, the play-by-play voice of South Carolina. What a win for them last night as they edged Texas A&M. The voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, here. Gators swim coach, Anthony Nesty. And agent extraordinaire, Lee Steinberg. That's all today, peeps. Yeah. And we'll take your questions, calls, and comments, too. 392-8255. Email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, all right, let's go. We got, by the way, this is what, February? They've already announced the order of appearance for the football coaches at SEC Media Days in July. Pretty interesting. Uh, anyway, let's get to our emails. And if you have calls, get them. Daryl, hopefully Florida can at least win two or three this weekend in Miami. Are you and Jeff still broadcasting the games down there in the stands? We're not in the stands, but we're right above them. I mean, literally, you could uh, reach your hand out, Daryl, and touch somebody's head. Uh, what's your worst and best experience from a broadcasting experience in Miami? The best experience was sweeping their rear ends in, in Coral Gables. W- whenever they lose in Coral Gables, that's great. And the worst was when Florida was swept. That is an intolerable fan base when that happens. Uh, Tampa Mike, several things need to happen to get Florida to a top-four SEC seed. Kentucky loses to Mississippi State. Florida beats Carolina. Tennessee wins the conference, beats Kentucky in its last game, so Florida controls the tiebreaker with Kentucky. With all said, Florida can only lose one remaining game. I feel Tennessee and Alabama, Auburn will be in. Four seed between Florida, Kentucky, think Carolina will lose two of the three remaining games. And there are only two left? I think there's only two remaining games. Oh, no, there's three. There's three. That's correct. Because uh, Florida's got uh, Carolina, Alabama, and Vandy. That's right. Uh, Tennessee's the best in the conference. Dalton Connect, MVP of the league. Did you hear, um, I, I after the Florida game and, and – uh, Jimmy Dykes was doing the game. He thinks he's going to be the first college player taken in the draft. Dalton Connect. 
Bernard, hello. Hey, Steve, three things from last night, the, the part of the game I saw. Number one, Zion pulling. When a guy moves up in competition, he's not supposed to be this good. This guy's been really good for Florida. And, I, you know, when you compare the port of football and, and, and basketball, maybe it has to do something. He's probably, what, fourth or fifth year, and he has that experience. He may be a little older, but he's been really good. Definitely, this team is on the verge, Steve, of starting to be maybe becoming a, a pretty good basketball team and a small one. And I say that the part I saw uh Tyree Samuel was working. He had hand and He was at the free throw line, and they kept going to him. Give it to him. Make him stop it. They didn't. They couldn't stop it. So let's keep feeding uh, uh, Samuel. He he kept converting and hand and did his damage. So that was a good thing. The third thing, Steve, I got to the. I started watching it, and uh, Clayton Jr. was on the bench, and Riley was in the game, and I, I just want to. Uh, we look for small victories. My hat's off to Riley. I, I looked at the boss, but I think he scored two or three points. But he came in. He didn't hurt the team. He played hard, and, and I appreciate that. I know that it's not been an easy year for him. I played sports, and I know I was more disappointed than anybody when I didn't play well. And I know he's got a lot of things swirling around in his head, and I just want to uh, – uh, Hats off to him for coming in, being a team player, and contributing to a win. Steve, you take care and have a great day, okay? Bernard, thank you, sir. Hey, D, what's up? Hey, what's up, Steve? Uh, let me get in right quick. Uh, yeah, just great team victory, man. After, uh, you know, Clayton went out, you know, you could tell, you know, Missouri went to that zone, and it took us about four or five minutes to kind of figure it out. But, you know, we kind of figured it out with Samuel Hanlock and, and – uh, you know, pulling, man, he was so clutch last night. Every time he needed a basket, uh, you know, he, he hit a three or a mid-range. And then, uh, but, but you know, Will Richard has got to start making shots, Steve. I mean, I know you said it, but it's imperative because if he can't shoot, then teams are going to continue to play this zone. And, uh, you know, hand-locked him with a great game yesterday as well. So just an overall, you know, team effort, man. So I, I know that we've had some injuries early in the year, but, I think this is the first time late in the year we really faced some adversity with a player being out. So uh, it wasn't pretty, but I'd rather have an ugly, ugly win than a pretty loss. You know, yesterday I kind of alluded to it, but I didn't want to jinx it. Yeah. Uh, this was a game that, in my opinion, nobody on the Florida team or staff was looking forward to playing. Just from the standpoint of Missouri's, they haven't been blown out a lot. They've hung around. They hadn't beaten anybody, and they came to play last night. I mean, I, I give Dennis Gates all the credit in the world for a team that's 0-14 in the league to come in there and do what they did undermanned as they were. That, that tells me a lot. Uh, those guys haven't packed it in, and that's just a dangerous, dangerous game that Florida got past. Yeah, I mean, they guys really – some of them played over their head, like Vanover. Uh, I mean, uh, Nick Honor, I think he's averaging, what, six, seven points a game. He had 18. I'm like, Jesus, man, this is uh, – don't let this be the night, but uh, we, we made it through. Uh, one last thing, Steve. Uh, safe travels down to Miami. You know, this is my favorite series of the year, so we got to keep whipping them hurricanes. Be good, man. All right, thank you. Let's hope so, D. Uh, Byron, hello. 
Hey, Steve, uh, just segueing what you just said, man, those are dangerous teams to play this time of the year. For one thing, Steve, when I play, you don't be nervous anymore. The pressure is off you, you know, and you just it's no it's a no win game, so you're just trying to improve your stats, maybe get in the NBA or get a transfer ready. So that is a dangerous team to be playing like that. So cats off to Florida and uh, what Bernard say uh, for Kruger, just keep hustling, man. And last, Steve, you know uh, I think the pitching is fine, Steve, with the Gators, and I think it's the same level last year. But I think the hitting around college is better. Tell me your opinion, St. John's and us, Stetson. Those guys are hitting the ball, even in the majors, Steve, better than I ever seen the guys hit the ball before. So if you think that of whatever you think the cause, but I think the team's going to be all right. Enjoy the series in Miami and go Gators and everything. Byron, thank you. Yep. Um, You know, look, pitching is still pretty dominant. But remember, when you play midweek games, you are not facing weekend starters. So you should, in theory, do better offensively. You're not facing what should be a team's best arms. Those are reserved for the weekend. So if if a game is higher scoring in the midweek, it's because you have younger arms or less experienced arms that are pitching. The hitters don't change, right? It isn't like you're putting in reserves to hit during the midweek. Jack Caglione plays during midweek. Right, Shelton, all those guys, they, they play midweek, but they don't face weekend pitchers most of the time. Jim says, except for St. John's, is the word bunt in college, is the word bunt in college baseball anymore? Uh, it is, but not a lot. The game's changed, right? You don't, not many teams play small ball. That they, the three run homer is more important, uh, in a lot of ways than small ball is. But I think you will see, Games in which small ball will be part of the gig. BB says, is the basketball game Saturday huge or what? Yeah, it is. Big game at Carolina. William says, gritty win by basketball last night. Really weak technical on Clayton. I I agree. That was a weak technical. Now, he shouldn't have run his mouth, but, I mean, yeah. Yeah. he thinks Golden caught himself by taking out Aberdeen and putting in Kugel. When you said the other day about Aberdeen being a better defender, he doesn't agree. Uh, he, he's heard others say the same. Uh, and I'll ask, he said, would you like to ask Mark this coming week for his insight on who he believes the better defender is? Okay, if I can remember to do that, I will. Uh, Jonesy says, can you remember a team in Major League Baseball with a collection of talent similar to the Dodgers turned out to be a disaster? They were predicted to win the World Series but ended up not even making the playoffs. The one I remember was the Mets, either last year or the year before. Sorry, I know that's your team. Um, well, again, that's a whole other topic for another day. What is a failure? Right? There, there are some teams, because of the money spent and the talent on the team, that just making the playoffs isn't good enough. It's considered a down year. Making the playoffs is damn hard. But whatever the expect, because you spend a bunch of money or you have a bunch of great players on a team and you don't, you know, what was the Braves season last year? A bust? I mean, again, look at the regular season they had and what happened? The Dodgers. Look what happened to them. So you don't ever know. 1214 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Our first guest is 
uh, former and now current Buholtz football coach Mark Whittemore, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Michael Tubbs. Florida women's basketball is playing its final away game of the season. The team is in Tuscaloosa to face the Alabama Crimson Tide, who are 21-8. The Gators will look to spoil the Tide's senior night, and a win would guarantee that they end the season with a winning record. Tune in right here tonight at 640 for live coverage. Gators softball is in California for the Judy Garman Classic. Today they will play a doubleheader starting with Cal State Fullerton, followed by Long Beach State. Florida is 15-2 and is on a seven-game winning streak. The team will look to defend its perfect away record of 4-0. Tune in right here for live coverage of the Long Beach State game tonight at 10-15. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Michael Tubbs. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Place I've been telling you about hey, for a while, the Rotohever Boys Ranch, to secure a home for young boys with difficult family lives and tough home environments. Friends, they need your help. Simply put, the ranch is a safe haven for these kids. Safety, guidance, and learning of real-life skills. One of them, vehicle repair. This is where you come in. They want your unused or unwanted vehicle of just about any kind. They'll gladly take it off of your hands. With your donation, which is tax-deductible, these kids learn how to repair the vehicles, they fix them, and because they sell these vehicles, it helps fund the entire operation of the ranch. So it's a win-win all around. To learn more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. That's rbr.org. The boys, thank you. Also for FICARE Federal Credit Union, the place to bank for health care workers and their families. Throughout the 29 days of this leap year of February, they're knocking off 2.9% APR off of any automobile refinanced from another financial institution. And when members use their concierge auto buying service for new vehicle purchases, they'll also qualify for 2.9% off their already low regular rate. It's the place I've done my banking for over 30 years. FICARE Federal Credit Union online, FICAREFCU.org. International Diamond Center invites you to step into a world of elegance and luxury as we roll out the red carpet for the world's two largest bridal designers. Next weekend, March 8th through 10th, Takori and Viraggio will be here with their entire collections. Exceptional handcrafted rings made with intricate detail and craftsmanship. See the entire collection from Takori. Exquisite handcrafted rings from true artisans in California. And here from New York, see all the latest from Viraggio. Unique, distinctive, and personalized. Find the ring of your dreams and enjoy two years zero interest financing. Plus, at this event, when you buy any Tokori or Viraggio ring, IDC will give you a $500 gift card. Buy the matching wedding band and get a $1,000 gift card. Don't miss this spectacular event featuring the most exclusive designers in bridal. And let IDC's experts help you match up the most perfect diamond for the ring you you'll fall in love with. It's happening next weekend, March 8th through 10th, exclusively at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. This is the time of year to enjoy life. Stop letting that pain in your joints keep you from doing what you want to do this spring. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Call QC Kinetics now. They're the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. I'm talking lasting joint pain relief with no surgery, drugs, or downtime. It's a fact. 
QC Kinetics is literally transforming lives. Their advanced treatments harness your own body's ability to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. Pro athletes have been doing this for decades, but now this life-changing treatment is available for you. You can walk and run and climb stairs and play golf and move again pain-free. No pain pills, no risky surgery. It's an all-natural solution. QC Kinetics has tens of thousands of satisfied patients who reclaim their mobility. Take action now and live your best life this spring and summer. It's a great use of your tax refund check, by the way, as well. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550. Rock on down the highway to the Ocala RV Show at the Florida Horse Park, North Central Florida's largest RV show, Thursday, February 29th through Sunday, March 3rd, with hundreds of RVs on display, lifestyle booths, and daily door prizes, Thursday through Saturday, 9 to 5, Sunday, 10 to 4, adults, $5, kids under 16, free, $2 off for military and first responders, don't buy Buy an RV until you shop all 10 RV dealers at the Ocala RV Show Florida Horse Park. We are your home for Florida Gators softball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. For those of you who listen to the show on a regular basis, I try to highlight uh, some of the high school coaches and their programs and what they do. And Mark Whittemore at Buholtz was a guy I've gotten to know over the years. He decided to retire. Uh, and then, uh, out of the blue, he decided to unretire. And he's now going to be the football coach again at Buholtz High School. So, Coach is going to join us now to discuss all of that. Uh, Mark, it's good to have you back. Uh, great, great to be back, Steve. I, I guess the obvious question here is, what went into that decision? Why did you decide to unretire? Well, you know, I took a year off, as you know. Uh, charged my batteries, watched a lot of football um, at the collegiate level and at the high school level. Uh, you know, married... Uh, two of my my four boys off and uh you know around christmas time i was like you know i'd really like to you know see what i want to do next year you know i i I missed it and um you know maybe i'll coach some jv you know um maybe i'll you know go somewhere and coach and uh just things have worked out along and along to where here i am back in in this seat, um, Chuck Bell, obviously he and I go way back and, uh, you know, he, he approached me and said, Hey, you know, this, this seems like a, a, a good, good fit and a little, uh, not, not really what I was expecting, but you know what? We're Bobcats around here. We take care of each other. And, uh, I think this is a, uh, is a pretty good situation. Now, if I'm wrong, tell me, but your youngest son is coming up here. Did that factor into that, too? Well, I definitely want to be, you know, I want to be involved in, in some some form or fashion. Uh, you know, I want to be involved in, in his life, just as I've been involved in the, in the other three. Uh, but I will say, you know, um, sorry, I was letting people in the, in the okay. door. Uh, I, you know, that's 
being a football coach for as long as I have, you know, it's uh, it's not as fun to watch. Uh, it's 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 fun to coach, and I've still got a, a few years, you know, where I, I've got enough juice. So being back in is, I think, after my batteries were recharged last year, it's uh, it's something that it seems like it's going to be fun again. What did you miss about it? Uh, it's, it's just the daily uh, minutia of everything that goes on with the kids is probably the biggest thing. I mean, be involved in kids' lives uh, here on campus is probably, you know, it wasn't necessarily Friday night. Um, it wasn't, uh, you know, some of that. It, it, honestly, it was just the involvement with the kids themselves on a, you know, on, on a level that's just, a, you know, it's a, it ends up becoming kind of a parenting role. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. It's very fulfilling. And, um, and over the years, you know, hopefully you become good at it uh, you know, or they wouldn't want me back, you know. Yep. Mark Whittemore, our guest, uh, who is, again, the football coach at Beholtz High School. Um, it's funny, when I had Chuck on early in the week, we were talking about what the FHSAA was discussing, Mark, which was you yeah. know, high school NIL. Well, you're going to come back into this, and it may be a different world than when you left it. Your thoughts on that proposal and what could happen? Uh, well, you know, for, first of all, before we get to NIL, let me just say that uh, having uh, Coach Bell back as the defensive coordinator, uh, he is – such a good football coach and going in to this new kind of realm of nil and and wherever we're going i don't know i mean honestly steve you know i mean with my kids playing college football you know it's something that i understand at that level to a certain degree uh but at the high school level it's it's i think it's a very you know it it can be a very uncharted and dangerous thing. Um, so it's a little worrisome. That's why having a coaching staff like we have um, is going to be really important as we navigate whatever these waters might uh, might kind of turn into. Um, shoot, um, you've seen what's happened at the collegiate level. Um, it's It's societal, I guess. You know, this is kind of the direction our society wants to go. Um, but I don't really have a good barometer on what it's going to look like at the high school level. I'm kind of hoping that it'll kind of that, that, that some rules will be put in place that will make some sense out of it before it gets out of hand. It sounds like a college coach, doesn't it? <laughs> it sounds yeah. exactly like what college coaches have been saying. Oh, we gotta, we gotta look at our roster. Then we have to look at somebody else's roster. We have to get some sense into this man. It's uh, an incredible thing. Well, Mark. Well, I, well, well. I, I think Steve that it's important to note that at the high school level we can't recruit. Right. So the the the, the difference is at uh, the college levels they can go out and recruit kids. We cannot recruit. So it's going to be a, a completely different dynamic there. Uh, this is not a recruiting atmosphere at the high school level. And I, I think that does need to be stated that people need to understand, like high school coaches are not recruiters. Like we do not recruit. Um, you know, that's what the college coaches do. So that is a different dynamic in this piece. Yeah, but they can transfer. 
that they can. Yep. Okay. Um, well, Mark, it's good to have you back. I, I, Chuck was great, and when you see him, please tell him I said hello. He's been he was great uh, coming on here talking about the Bobcats. Good to have you back. I appreciate you. And uh, as we get going here, you'll be back. You know that. So thanks for taking the time. Man, Steve, it's great. Uh, I'm 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 glad to be back and and glad to be uh, wearing the black and gold. Okay, thank you, Mark. Mark Whittemore, who is the uh, again coach at uh, Beholtz High School. He did a terrific job. And I'm going to tell you what. I didn't want to say this when he was on here to embarrass him. But if you look at the athletes slash coaches at Beholtz, he's in royalty there. I mean, he really is. As a player, as a coach, uh, he's meant a lot to that Beholtz program. Our next guest today is going to talk Gator men's basketball, 1227. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's your Daughtry Tree Service Tree Care Tip. Late winter is a great time to prune your trees and raise the tree's lower canopy for better sunlight to your lawn. Daughtry Tree has been helping their Gainesville and Alachua County neighbors for over 30 years. They provide dependable, quality service at fair prices for any size job. Tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, debris or storm cleanup. Visit DaughtryTreeService.com today for your free estimate. Trust Daughtry Tree Service, your tree service people. If you're hungry for fresh, delicious burgers and fries, get yourself over to Dick Bondell's in Gainesville. Try their Florida-raised beef burgers or their juicy herb chicken burger. Add their sweet potato tots or a garden and grain salad. If you haven't had their house-made ice cream sandwich, what are you waiting for? Walk up, drive through, or order ahead online at DickMondell's.com. Better ingredients make a better meal, and you'll taste the difference. Dick Bondell's Burgers and Fries, it's where you want to eat. Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street. Okay, you've put it off long enough, and it's time to replace that car. But let me make this easy. Visit Select Motor Car of Gainesville. Their selection of quality, like-new cars, trucks, and SUVs is awesome. And on-site credit union financing makes the deals even sweeter. Select now has a full-service auto center, which means additional savings and no-hassle repairs for you. Shop online, then go take a test drive. For the easiest car you'll ever buy, it's time to select do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. 800-240-4587. 800-240-4587. That's 800-240-4587 ebay motors is here for the ride go ahead feel your engine admire that perfectly installed exhaust your vehicle's moving along this freeway like it was made from fresh installs and a whole lot of love with ebay motors you get over 122 million parts to keep it running and with ebay guaranteed fit they'll be the perfect fit every time plus at these prices well we're burning rubber not cash keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. 
They elevate traction, control, and confidence. Tire Rack sells only the best, like the Bridgestone Blizzak. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will be shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Today, a cold front is working its way through north central Florida. Cloudy skies for us. Temperatures limited to the upper 60s in the afternoon. And we'll have a breeze again gusting between 20 and 25 miles an hour. Can't rule out the chance for a stray sprinkle. Tonight, remaining cloudy. Lows dropping to the mid to upper 50s. For our Friday, highs warmer getting to the mid to upper 70s. Cloudy early with a chance for afternoon thunderstorms. From UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. It's a bird. It's a plane. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. Because it feels like there's a little more attached to Ryan Poles' words. He's the GM of the Bears. We're open-minded as we walk into the combine. But again, I'm always going to have in my mind to make sure we do right by Justin. Okay, you're going to do right by Justin. No, you do right by the organization. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We're proud to be your home for Gators basketball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Spring practice going to start next week for Billy Napier's team. But right now, we're going to talk a little Gator hoops. My pleasure to bring in Gator assistant coach John Anderjack to the program. John, welcome. Thanks for doing this. Hey, great to be here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be in Gainesville and to uh, kind of coach for this uh, prestigious program. It's been a blast so far. Now, a little birdie, John, told me you had the scout for Missouri last night. So with that, as fans are listening, what goes into that process? What do you do in, in, in getting the scout together for a particular game? All right, so I'll, I'll confess, I actually had the Vandy scout. Vandy, I'm sorry. Missouri. Okay. But, right. but I'll, I'll go right through it. Yep. Uh, Coach Sapphire did a really nice job on Missouri last night. Um, and, and there's a lot to go into it. I mean, normally you watch maybe five to six games of the other team and clip up you know, the actions that they run and also the tendency, uh, tendencies of their players. Um, and the challenge that we're starting to have now is, uh, you know, we've, we've had a lot of success on the offensive side of the ball this year. So teams are starting to just try stuff defensively against us, you know, so we might play a team that plays 90% man, and then, boom, they come out and play 2-3 zone for three-quarters of the game. So, you know, that's <laughs> that's a little bit of what happened last night against yeah, Missouri. Yeah, exactly. You know, give yeah, give them credit. I, I thought it was a good change-up that um, at times uh, presented some problems for us. Um, but but that's coaching, and that's, that's sports. You know, they, they practice, too. They're, they're going to do the best thing uh, for their team, just like we're going to do the best team for ours. How'd you get into coaching? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been a little bit of a whirlwind. I mean, I, like every, you know, American kid, I played baseball, basketball, and football growing up. Um, 
And then when I went to college, I kind of thought that would be the uh, the end of my athletics uh, career. You know, I definitely wasn't up to uh, par with some of the great athletes in Division One. Um, you know, but I, I played junior varsity in college. I tried to help out with the team, and uh, and it just kind of worked out. You know, the guy who is currently the UC Riverside head coach uh, was after our actually our director of basketball ops at Columbia. And he left, took another job, and, and I got lucky. I was 21 years old, just graduated, and was able to get full-time right on the bench. Uh, how'd you hook up with Coach Golden? Yeah, so that, that also goes back to Columbia. Columbia he was actually yep. just a, an assistant back then. You know, Coach Hubby was there. Uh, Coach Hartman was there. And uh, his, you know, Coach Golden's mentor, Kyle Smith, uh, was actually the biggest mentor in my coaching career so he's now the head coach at Washington State where I was for the last four seasons and he was also at San Francisco as well Um, you know so this this program is really a a mix and a recombining of a lot of people that have known each other for a long time and crossed over at a number of different spots. John in the world of college athletics now uh, a lot of rosters are built uh, at least somewhat by transfers, and that sometimes takes time to get players who are new to come in and gel as a team. When did you get the sense this team kind of got it together in 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 that realm where you could sort of tell all the pieces were starting to fit together? Yeah, I mean it, it was an evolving process. I mean, I we all knew in training camp in the preseason that this team had a lot of potential. Um, We also knew that it was going to take some time because all the guys that we brought in had come from different programs with different offensive philosophies, different defensive philosophies. So just even little things like, all right, when the ball's on the wing, what is my foot position going to be? Am I keeping them out of the middle or am I keeping them away from the baseline? Like that was different for a lot of different guys, you know? So, it took some time to sort of get everybody on the same page. And, and we're still not like perfectly there, but we're making progress. But I really think like coming out of uh, Mississippi State is when things started to gel a little more. And it was like, all right, we're ready to, to make a run here and string some wins together. You know, and I think that has kind of been the case for the last month or so. Even, even the couple games we've lost, We've uh, we've we've played pretty well and had a chance to win, you know. So I think we're peaking at the right time and got a chance to make a run down the stretch here. Uh, I also want to ask this, John, from a fan's perspective. Uh, they know the next game is South Carolina this weekend on the road. When does that scout process start with them? Uh, yeah, that'll that'll start today. So at two thirty, we're going to meet as a team. And the first thing we'll do, you know, one thing I think we're really good at here is like we stick to the same process after every game, you know. So win, lose, or draw, win by 40, lose by a bunch, lose close, win close. We'll bring the team together. We'll watch some of the good plays from that game, offense, defense, rebounding. And then we'll watch some stuff that, you know, we think we should be a little better at or we think we can do better at. Um, Same process every time. And then once we're done with those clips, we'll flip the page. We'll watch keys and personnel of our next opponent, in this case, South Carolina. Um, so the coach who has that 
scout, which in this case is Kevin Hubdy. Um, he'll get up there, talk about the things we got to accomplish in all three phases, and then run through, you know, which direction each guy likes to drive. Is he more of a shooter or a slasher? You know, all, all those little uh, tendency type things. Last question, John. Um, when you guys look at the end of the year now, you're almost down to the end of the regular season. Fans are very enamored with this team, and they're looking at, can we finish in the top four in the SEC, get the double bye, all of that. Is that even discussed, or is it just basically game to game, get ready for the next one? I mean, it's it's certainly discussed as a staff. <laughs> I mean, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're always, hey, we, we could win it. We could finish second. You know, we're right there, whatever yeah. it may be. You know, that's that's normal. But um, with the team, we really try to keep it day by day. You know, let's let's win practice tomorrow. If we have a great practice today, if we have a great practice tomorrow, we give ourselves a great chance to beat South Carolina. You know, and that's that's all that really matters. And that, you know, is what helps us continue to improve as the season kind of wears on. John, great stuff. I appreciate you coming by. It's been a terrific year. Gator fans are pumped and geeked, and they should be, at the way this basketball team is playing. Let's hope it continues this weekend. Big game at South Carolina on Saturday. Thanks for talking to us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so, so lucky to be here. Go Gators. Thank you, John. Uh, how about that? Lucky to be here. Pretty cool. Um, and, again, I've said this when I've had the assistants on. It's so cool to hear them because you don't get a chance to hear them what their jobs are, what they do. Um, so appreciate John taking the time. Uh, we got a little time here for your calls. I thought about last night's game, looking ahead, whatever else, 392-8255. And uh, you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Again, uh, no show tomorrow because we are heading to Miami. And then uh, – We'll talk about what's going to be a very busy uh, Gator weekend here uh, this weekend coming up. Um, a lot going on. Uh, all right, let me get to a couple of emails here uh, while I can. Uh, let's see here. Mark says, gutty win uh, by Gator basketball. If you had to tell me today, does Florida finish in the top four? Uh No. No, but I wouldn't be shocked if they did. And I've not, to be honest, I've not gone into looking at, you know, what's left for everybody else and whatever. I just know Florida has two ranked teams to play in its last three games and a Vanderbilt team on the road. Vandy just beat Arkansas last night, so they're not mailing it in either. Um, not that Florida can't win those games. They certainly can, um, but... Uh, it wouldn't be uh, that much of a shock if they did it. Uh, okay, we'll take a couple of calls here um, before we get to our next guest, and that's going to be a great segue because the voice of South Carolina basketball, Derek Scott, is going to join us to talk about the Gamecocks. What a win they had. Last second win last night at Texas A&M. Hammer, welcome to the show. Hey, top of the afternoon, to you, Steve. Hey there. I guess, first of all, a tip of the hat to the basketball team. That was quite a pesky Missouri team we, we played last night. Yep, again, that's a game. They'd never admit it, but you don't want to be the first team to lose to a team that's 0-14. Yeah, that, and, and believe me, that's real. That's a real 
thing. So everybody just kind of went, Whew, we got that one. Let's move on. I'm with you. I'm with you. Hey, what time does the baseball team leave tomorrow on the bus? Uh, they're morning sometime. Early, mid? Why? I'm just curious. I, I used to be on the baseball team back in 1979. I'm just curious how things have changed. Uh, I, I have an itinerary because we're taking the trip, but I'd have to look at it. But, I mean, no problem, no they have to leave in order to have uh, batting practice and that sort of thing when they get there. So Yeah, I just trying to figure out the game plan. I didn't know if they actually left tonight and spent the night and tomorrow, but it's still... No, they, they, leave, they leave today. They, oh, they do? Oh, sure. You always leave the day before because you want to practice okay. at the facility before you play. Okay. So... Uh, they've already left. They left sometime this morning. I don't know the exact time, but they've already gone. No, no, I, I thought we were leaving tomorrow morning. No, because <laughs> again, if you if you leave tomorrow morning, then you don't get a chance to practice. You know, get used to the place, all that. No, we every road trip except for a day game. In other words, if you, right. if you're playing, uh, I don't know FSU today, right? You leave today. But if you're playing a yeah. series, you always leave the day before. Gotcha. Okay, and uh, I think Miami's gone off to a slow start. What, what do you see as their strengths, and what do, you, what do you see as their weaknesses based on what you've seen thus far? Florida, you mean? No, Miami. Miami. Uh, to be honest, I've just looked at their record. Um, I've not delved into them yet. I'll, I'll start doing my prep with that tomorrow morning. Um, but they're not ranked. You know, they weren't ranked at the beginning of the year. Uh, but playing down there is never easy. You, your goal is to win two. That you, that's what you want to do. If you sweep, great. But when you're on the road and you're playing a rival, you want to win two games. If Florida does that, I think it'd be a successful weekend. Oh, I couldn't agree more, Steve. It's all in the hospital environment. Very competitive series. All right. Well, have safe travels out of Steve. Okay. Hammer, thank you. Appreciate the call. Uh, Mike, got to be quick. Go ahead. Uh, okay, Steve. I was going to talk about the uh, – Proposal to expand the college playoff to 14 teams. Your opinion? I'll give you mine. First of all, I think this, like expanding to 96 in the in basketball, is nothing but a pure 100% money grab. I mean, let's face it: there are not 14 teams capable of winning the college football championship. There are not 12. It might be a stretch to even think there's 18 capable. So why doesn't the NCAA come out and say, "This is what it's about"? More teams equal more games, equal more games on TV, equal more money. I mean, it's plain and simple to me, your opinion. Well, the NCAA doesn't, doesn't control this. The college football playoff does. So that's who has to come out and say it because the NCAA doesn't have anything to do with it. But, yeah, of course it is. I mean, why do you think the NBA or Major League Baseball expand the number of teams? It makes more money. So, the, so college football isn't the only one guilty of that, Mike. Everybody's guilty of that. Yeah, and on the series this weekend with Miami, you know, when Florida plays Florida State, it's a rivalry, yeah, but it's a civil rivalry. But when Florida plays Miami, it's basically, in my opinion, I want to get yours, really pure knockdown, dragout hatred. Uh, I don't know about hatred, but they don't like each other. The fan bases don't like each other. Uh, yes, it, it's certainly more um, uh, on edge than FSU is, no, no doubt. All right, thanks a lot, Steve. Okay, thank you. 1245 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Derek Scott, South Carolina's play-by-play voice, joins us next ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now 
on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Michael Tubbs. Florida women's basketball has an opportunity to guarantee a winning season tonight as the Gators take on the Alabama Crimson Tide on the road. This is the Gators' final away game of the season. They are coming off of a loss to Georgia while the Tide beat Mississippi State in their last game. Tune in right here for live coverage tonight at 6.40. Gators softball has a doubleheader tonight in the Judy Garman Classic. Florida will look to add to its seven-game winning streak, starting with Cal State Fullerton and followed by Long Beach State. In those seven games, the Gators have only allowed a single run. Tune in right here for live coverage of the Long Beach State game at 10.15. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Michael Tubbs. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Finding great. FICARE, Federal Credit Union, a place I've done my banking for a long time, like over 30 years. And remember, they only serve Florida health care workers and their families. So it's you, Florida health care workers, that I'm talking to about FICARE, Federal Credit Union. They've got great services to offer you and great banking things to offer you as well. A fantastic fixed-rate visa with rates as low as 9.5% APR. Some other places are raising rates on their variable rate credit cards, but not at FICARE Federal Credit Union. They're consistently low, and it has no annual fee either. It's one of the best cards you can have, and it has a rewards program attached to it. You're not going to find a card with that low a rate with all those features anywhere else, at least not locally. That's just some of the services you get from FICARE Federal Credit Union. You can find them online, FICAREFCU.org, FICAREFCU.org. Candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Dave Ray's Automotive. We get the bugs out of your car. Spring is in the air. And if you're like most people, you're thinking about all your plans, spring cleaning, and of course, any trips you'll be taking. What you're not thinking about is your vehicle breaking down. And I have good news, you don't have to. Steve Russell here, you don't have to worry about your vehicle breaking down because at Dave Mays Automotive, they do their famous bug check every time you take your vehicle in for oil changes, AC, tire and brake work, or anything else. With their bug check, they go over your entire car and let you know if there's anything you need to plan for. And as we all know, knowledge is power. I trust Dave Mays Automotive, and so have generations of families since 1975. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. 
Nothing but net. He hit that from deep. <laughs> that was from another time zone. If you weren't here, you wouldn't believe it. Not so fast. You can't experience the thrill of the game without being in the arena. Just talk to the pros at Electronics World. Electronics World? At EW, it's a slam dunk. They have all the best gear to give you a seat at midcourt in your own home. TVs and sound from Sony, Yamaha, Marantz. With speakers by Bowers and Wilkins, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. I'm not sure this has happened very often. We're going to have the voice of South Carolina, Derek Scott, and then followed by the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly. How about that? Uh, That's what's going to happen as we go along here today. Let's bring Derek in after South Carolina's scintillating road win last night, now at home facing the Gators this weekend. Hey, Derek, thank you for doing this. What a game last night. Yeah, it was a crazy, uh, crazy ending. Uh, Gamecocks got out to a good start, as they typically do, and then they kind of let it get away, as they've done a little bit too often lately. But fortunately, in this instance, they staved off disaster and got the late bucket uh, from Zach Davis and, and got out of there with their sixth road win of conference season. At the beginning of the year, when you looked at this South Carolina team and there wasn't much expectation for them nationally, uh, did you think they would be where they are now? <laughs> no, no. I thought they'd be a lot better, a lot better. I did not see 23 wins in the forecast. I I won't lie to you about that. It's It's been pretty amazing, the turnaround for this program from 21 losses a year ago to 23 wins this year. What's been some of the keys for that turnaround? You know, uh, great additions in the portal similar to Florida. They, they, they didn't make as many additions as the Gators did, but they, they make key additions. Uh, really just changed the, the entire outlook as far as how they play the game. And then defensively, more steady than I anticipated. Steve, I thought they'd be better, but I thought it'd be better because of better shooting. And the defense that has been the key to this team. Uh, they, they play at a slow pace. They limit possessions. They make it hard for folks to score. Uh, and and they just they don't make a lot of mistakes. They've got mature leaders in the backcourt, and they've just been able to find a way. It, it's not as if it's you know one or two guys. It's somebody different. It feels like every game. And I guess when you have a a storybook season like this, that it, that might be the way it, it unfolds sometimes. But that's been the most astounding thing to me is every night it feels like it is a different guy who steps forward, and and that's been as much fun to watch as anything. What does Lamont Paris bring to this program? He is a steady, steady hand. He never seems to panic. He knows exactly how he wants to play. The guys he learned under, you know, obviously Bo Ryan is the primary guy because this team really seems reflective of the way Wisconsin played and how the Badgers turned their program around. That's South Carolina's playing the game in a very similar style and manner. Uh, but then some other guys he worked for prior to that, like Keith Dambrot. Uh, you can just tell he's very confident in the style that he wants to play, and he's gone out and gotten guys that fit that style. And and there's no 
there's no you know deviation from the plan, and, and so the guys know that, and they you know they just know where they stand with him, and he relates so well to these young players. It, it's just it's been really fun to watch how this group has come together. It's just. It's a really great group of guys, uh, and they fit well together, and, and they get along so well. It's it's just it's been really a, a neat group to be able to be around. Derek, you mentioned about what the style of play is under <clears throat> under Lamont. If a Gator fan hasn't seen South Carolina play, what is that style of play? Well, offensively, they take their time. You don't see a lot of fast break points. Uh, they lean pretty heavily on the three-pointer without being just completely unbalanced. Uh, they they will use up more of the clock in their offensive possessions than probably anybody you'll play against. I, I can't remember the last time I was around the team that scored more buckets in the last five seconds of a, of a shot clock than this one does. They, they don't panic. They share the ball really well. They've had probably five or six games this season where they are over 20 assists, including last night. I think last night was 22 assists on 28 made field goals. They just really share the ball, very unselfish. Uh, and, and you know, and, and as I said, it, it is not about one guy. Last night it was Michi Johnson. At times we thought it was going to be Michi who was the guy who set the tone for this team. But there have been plenty of other games where it's been Colin Cooper and B.J. Mack and, and even the freshman Colin Murray Boyles. Last question for you, two-parter here. Uh, you know, sometimes when you look at the start of the year to where you are now, there's a player that maybe wasn't thought to be counted on that's maybe played a little more or done a little more than you thought. Is there a player like that? And that's part one. And then part two, when it comes to the matchup with Florida, what do you think are some of the keys in terms of South Carolina against the Gators? Yeah. Uh, Zach Davis would be that guy, and and, and it's probably a kind of a, a, a recency bias, I guess you would say. Zach uh, is only a sophomore. Uh, I thought he'd be a role player off the bench. When when Miles Studi, the Vanderbilt transfer, was injured earlier this season, Zach went into the starting lineup. The team promptly went on a six- or seven-game winning streak. He has stayed in the lineup. His numbers have not necessarily jumped out at you, but then here in the last two games when Studi's been injured again and, and Zach's had to play extended minutes – He's had back-to-back nights with career highs. He had 14 uh, Saturday at Ole Miss. He had 16 last night, including the game-winning bucket. Uh, So I I would put him in that category. Uh, And then on the question about the matchup, uh, if if they say in horse racing pace makes the race, uh, pace is going to be the big question to me. Carolina likes to go really slow. Florida, from what I understand, likes to get up and down the court. And I had uh, A&M's radio guy told me last night, you, you won't believe how quickly they transition and push tempo. Even if you think you know, it's faster than you expect. So I'm real curious to see how the Gamecocks react to that uh, and, and, and who wins the pace battle, I guess you would say, Saturday afternoon. Okay. Should be a heck of a game uh, up in Columbia this weekend. South Carolina and the Gators, the play-by-play voice of the Gamecocks, Derek Scott, our guest here on Sports Scene. Always appreciate you, Derek. Thank you for your time. All right, Steve. Great talking with you, man. Yep, you got it. Thank you. All right, so that is from the Carolina perspective. Um, we got some guy named Kelly coming in here to give you things from the Gator perspective here uh, in just a minute. In the meantime, uh, as we finish the hour, uh, we will get a couple of emails here, and then we will uh, uh, call it an hour here. Chuck says, great win for the Gators last night. I was scared to death of this game because of what Missouri did give them a lot of credit. 
He said, do you think they're as bad as their record? I don't know. I got asked that. I don't know what that means. I mean, yeah, you're as bad as your record because that's your record, but I get the point. Um, I'll say it again. Uh, they're just the, – the, it's a no win. You're supposed to win that game, and you don't want to be the team that gets bitten by a team like that, and the Gators just able to get the job done. And that is the most important thing uh, when it comes to that. Uh, two more emails. Daniel says, um, good win for Gator baseball. How big is this series with Miami this weekend? I mean, look, it's not going to make or break the year, but you certainly want to, you know, Florida's had great success against Miami. They have a new head coach. They're looking to turn things around. They were not preseason ranked. Florida State was not preseason ranked because, again, they've got coaches, either a new coach or a coach in the second year. But you got to go down there, and that's never a picnic, and especially if Miami gets it going. Uh, so is it going to make or break the year? No. But your goal, win the series. That That's what you want to do in any series, but especially uh, when you go down there and you play an in-state rival like that. That's our first hour. It went by quickly. Thanks to you and all of our guests. Sean Kelly, the voice of the Gators here. In hour number two, Anthony Nesty, the Gator swim coach, will be here as well. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. WYUF, I'm Steve Russell. Come back and join us for hour two. Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the, the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth. And that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day, just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy. And I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. We put security systems on our homes and cars, cybersecurity on our devices. But what about our money? Radiant Credit Union wants to secure your earnings with our adjustable rate certificates. Right now, you can earn 5.45% on a 12-month term. Secure your future now and enjoy the peace of mind that comes with maximizing your savings growth. Visit RadiantCU.org secure and start earning today. 12-month certificate requires $1,000 minimum balance to open, $10,000 balance to earn APY, federally insured by NCUA. 
Florida law requires you to remain at the scene of a crash and to call for help. Leaving the scene is a felony offense that includes losing your license and possible jail time. After a crash, stay at the scene, call for assistance, and wait for first responders to arrive. If you have information on a hit-and-run crash, report it by calling Star FHP or anonymously to Crime Stoppers at Star Star 8477. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. When it comes to moving your stuff, you need to ensure you hire the right people. Gator Hauling and Junk Removal is veteran-owned and operated, and they use that training and experience to get the job done right the first time every time. Need furniture, junk, appliances removed? They can do almost anything you can think of quickly and affordably. Call Gator Hauling and Junk Removal and get the job done right. Call 352-665-JUNK. That's 352-665-JUNK for a free estimate. Call Gator Hauling today at 352-665-JUNK. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM. WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Thursday. And this time of the day, on a Thursday, you know who's here. The voice of the Gator, Sean Kelly, joins us here. Got a question or a comment for Sean? 392-8255. A lot of people today were going, whew, after last night, yes. for many reasons, because nobody wants to lose to a team like that. But I'll give Missouri credit. They came out, and they played hard. That they that impressed me. They didn't play like an 0-14 league team. No, and that's the way they've been all year. Yeah. Uh, and that's why it's so kind of shocking that they haven't picked off one of these. It speaks to a little bit to the conference um, but no, look, I you know, I labeled it yesterday. This is a red alert game because human human nature is a real you know what, and human nature sees you as uh, doing well. You know, having won eight of your last ten. Here comes Missouri, zero and fourteen. We got this right. So red alert, and I think for the most part, the Gators have done pretty well with that, fighting human nature in these kind of situations this year. But there's always that one, right? Right. And as you said, this is a Missouri team that never goes away. Their starting five is as good as really most anybody in the league. They have no depth. And so once you wear down their starting five, there's nobody behind them, whether it be because of injury or a lack of talent behind those starters. So that's what's happened in Missouri all year is they play you – just you know, tooth and nail for thirty minutes, and then they just they run out of gas, and and they end up losing the game. And so, all those ingredients going into last night was just like nerve wracking, right? And then sure enough, it's it it was going just as we thought. Both teams didn't play well in the first half. It was not you know if you like shots going in, that was not your half to no, watch. Not at all. And then sure enough, in the second half, both teams flipped it, and now both teams are shooting the lights out. So, I think that we saw. Last night, if you if you haven't figured it out yet, the veteran presence on this team is so key right now. And it was the two vets that were left in the game, and Zion Poland and uh, Tyree Samuel, that put the team on their back and finished it. Fin- literally finished it. Yeah, no yeah. answer for Samuel at all. None. None. Well, you, you knew you were going to have a size advantage, correct? Even though Van over seven five, and and the, and the young guy they're trying to bring in now, um, um, what's his name? He's from the team. South Sudan. Uh, anyway, but I know. Yeah. We'll we'll go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, they have a little bit of size, but they, they they can't compete with Florida's length and size, and that's why 
it was important for Micah Hanlock to have a double double last night, and then Tyrese just, I mean, went nuts and you know career high twenty eight points. And we're talking about a guy that's played five years of college basketball, and so last night for that to be his career high, I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, uh, got a uh, from Drew here. Two questions: Do you think this weekend's game will be for the SEC Coach of the Year? Ooh, that's a really good, good question. Good first submission. Yeah, I do. I think so. I do, too. I do, too. And he also has a football question since spring practice sure, will be not? starting here. Yep. Uh, I want to preface this with I'm a Napier supporter. In my opinion, I believe will surprise a lot of people this year. Purely hypothetical. Most people believe if Napier ultimately fails here and is fired, Strickland would be fired, too. If the men's basketball team has an incredible run and looks poised to have another good team next year, would that be enough to save Strickland if Florida has a bad football season and Napier is let go? I, I, I don't have an answer for that. Yeah, and, and that's, that's – I mean, there's I, – I, I slip into hypotheticals just as much as anybody else, but, like, that's the ultimate hypothetical. I have sure no is. idea. Yeah, yeah and, and I'll take a crack at it. I mean, look, it all depends on the lens you're judging, right? If you can't – if you're going to say, well, that was a bad football hire – well, you're going to say it was a pretty darn good basketball hire. And and no athletic director is 100% in hires. So, But look, I, it, again, I don't necessarily agree with this, but in, in a, at a place like this, and we're not alone in, in the southeast and all that, the football's football, right? Correct. Okay. So yes. The weight, yes. if you will. Yes. But, again, way too hypothetical for me to even think about that. Uh, I had an email here, and I lost it. Uh, but the question was, uh, what do you think about all the college football coaches taking a hike to go to the NFL? Well, no, I mean, look at the climate in college football right now. Uh, let, let's not – there's two things here. Number one, it's always the NFL. It is the biggest bully on the block. Um, it's the pros. I mean, it's the height of that profession, right? Yep. Well, now you roll in all the uncertainty with NIL, all the pains that go along with that, the transfer portal, not being able to – say that you're going to be with a young person for more than nine months, all those things. I think you're going to see more and more when college coaches get the chance, they're going to jump and they're going to try it out, let alone the guaranteed money and everything else that goes along with it. That's from Lucas. Lucas, thank you. Uh, and I've got one more here. Steven, what Gator basketball player could possibly emerge as a big factor in this last stretch of games and into the tournaments? I think Will Richard has to be, to, yeah. be consistent. And look, he had two very consi- – the Georgia win – beg your pardon. What were the two games prior to last night? Vanderbilt was one. Oh, at Alabama, I guess. So Will got his shot back and was like 8 of 17 from three uh, in his last two performances before going into last night. Now, sure, sure, last night he starts the game. I think he was 0 for 6, maybe even 0 for 7. He hits a big three at a clutch moment when Missouri had pulled close. It allowed Florida, again, stick the arm out and kind of push him but arm's length i think will richard has to step up and be a a consistent scorer and knock down three-point shots we're going to see more and more and more and more and more of the zone coming up and uh the more shooters the better in those situations tony says gosh last night two missouri players are wearing numbers representative of their height 75 and 10 Mm -hmm. sean's right our guys are human. They know Missouri's not won a conference game. There's also a huge game this weekend. The officiating in this Mizzou game kept killing our momentum. It's great to be back in the big dance. Again, I always come on the show with the looming threat of getting fined or disciplined <laughs> by the league. 
Last night was as bad as I've seen it all year. In a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. And I would say this. I think they're, if you look at the Walter Clayton situation last night, without saying specifics and details, I have come to know that there's been a little bit of regret on the side of those who um, may have teed him up and made the call, sent them to the yeah. bench. Yes. Um, so, yeah, can I just, yeah, let me just stop there. Okay. Okay. Tampa Mike <laughs> says uh, Florida couldn't. Keep that lefty guard Mason out of the lane. Contributed to many problems. What drives me crazy is Kugel. I'm going to get to and why they can't seem to get any production out of him. Be it defensively, rebounding. Seems only interested in scoring, but really seems like he's just disinterested and not plugged in. Okay. I want to get to this once and for all because if I've had one email like that this week, Sean, I've had 15. About Riley. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think sometimes this happens. Have there been games when at least it looks like effort isn't there? I I would say yes. But just because you don't score doesn't mean you're not putting in effort and you're not doing other things to help. So as you watched Kugel last night, what did you see? I saw some of what we love about Riley Kugel, and I saw some of the things that frustrate us about Riley Kugel. I I've learned over the years to be very careful about reporting on effort, especially when I spend so much time in the pros. It's a very touchy subject because there's so much there's so much else that could be going on that you don't know about. And for me, who didn't play at that level, it's even more treacherous for me to talk about effort. So I can talk about inconsistency or I can talk about what I see with my own eyes All I know is this. It seems like here in the last several weeks, the barometer of whether or not Coach Golden believes he's got the Riley Kugel he needs on that night, or if he doesn't, all you have to do is look at the minutes. I think it's been very clear um, now and has been accepted practice by the coaching staff and players alike that, again, probably there is a lot going uh, going on here that we don't know about. Uh, and that's not my business either. Um, but it sure seems like Coach is using Riley as a pure reflection of what Riley's giving or where he is on a given night. Yeah. So that's been a tricky thing, I'm sure, to manage for Coach Golden uh, and for his teammates too. Um, but I will say this, on those nights where you see his minutes down and maybe that's not the Riley Kugel that we would love to see or Coach would love to see or even Riley would love to see, um, I would say that, um, you know, the Alabama game plays low minutes. There was some issues going on there. All of a sudden I look over the bench. He's up with his teammates as much as anybody else for the entirety of the game. This is one of those deals, and this happens with people of this age, this young group, that there could be a lot of things going on that, A, we don't know about, B, are none of our business. But sometimes all we have to do is look at the reflection in minutes. And, yes, we can be disappointed because we're rooting for the young person, and we want our team to be great. But at the same time, sometimes you're going to have a player that's in this in this predicament where it's it's either not a reliable thing on any given night or when it is, fantastic. We appreciate it and, and kind of go from there. I know I just totally talked in about four different circles at the same time. But that's just kind of the way I have to, I have to look at it. And I think we should collectively look at it here the rest of the way for the season. But I think if you get to – 
crunch down what you said? I think you're 100% right. The minutes. That dick, that dick, unless you're in foul trouble, right? The amount of minutes you play, if you're, for example, if you're off the bench, depending on the night, Denzel Aberdeen's going to play anywhere from what, three to seven minutes? Well, y- yes, but the minutes sometimes can be just, it's, we have a certain position that's locked up and there's just no way to crack that rotation, right? Yes. That's one way that minutes are affected. Yes. The other one is, are you here tonight? Are you not? Are right. you producing? Are you not? Are you engaged? Are you not? And and look, we all know that he has the talent to play probably as many minutes as there would be out there to be taken. Um, but in this case, I think just if we're just using what we can as far as the last five, six games, what we're able to glean from a box score and why watching games is when the minutes are – when. When coach is using him on a higher volume of minutes, it's probably because of something he sees going on with Riley that day. And if they're down, read it the, just the opposite way. So, I mean, that's that's really what it is, I think, at this point. So, all right. I, I don't think it's matchup driven or anything else because we've we've seen all those scenarios play out. So, there you go. One fourteen time check brought to you by Hayes Chidor. We've got uh, one more segment with Sean. Plenty of time to get a question or a call in. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 a.m. WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Michael Tubbs. Florida women's basketball is in Tuscaloosa to take on the Alabama Crimson Tide. A Gators win would secure a winning season and ruin the Tide senior night. Alabama is looking for a win to stay in the top five of the SEC rankings. Tune in right here tonight at 6:40 for live coverage. Gators softball is on the road for the Judy Garman Classic. Today they will play a doubleheader. First up is Cal State Fullerton, who is hosting the tournament and is undefeated at home. After that, Florida will face Long Beach State, who is 2-13. The Gators are 15-2 in their last seven games. They've only let up a single run and are undefeated in that span. Tune in right here for live coverage of the Long Beach State game tonight at 10-15. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Michael Tubbs. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. For a while now, I've been telling you about Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville. As a matter of fact, it's been a long time. And for a long time, I've owned a vehicle from Southeast Car Agency, and every one of them has been really good for me. Don't forget, they've been in business for 40-plus years. And since opening their doors, they've done one thing and done it really well. They give you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The best and late model, low mileage vehicles. Great selection, great variety, different makes and models. They want to give you the best selection possible. You can go online, secars.com. The vehicle's there for you to look at. All the pertinent information is there. Or go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue, and you can check out the vehicles, test drive them for yourself, and see for yourself the great variety and selection that they have. But one thing you must do. When you go see them, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know 
that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. The most common form of treatment for the arthritic joints is normally cortisone injections and gel shots and over-the-counter medications. And most patients have tried all of that and are still in pain. Every day, Dr. Aaron Wolkoff, a QC Kinetics medical director, meets patients who have exhausted every method to get relief. They've been told surgery is their only option. They want to stay away from that path, and they come to us almost as a last hope. So we're using our own body's properties to help manage pain, to help slow arthritis down, keep the patients active with no downtime and getting back to what they enjoy doing. I mean, I love what I do. QC Kinetics regenerative treatments from our board-certified providers help heal and restore aching joints. No surgery, harmful drugs, or downtime. Call for your free consultation today. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Mary on Demand is live. Start your marijuana education journey today. Learn at your own pace and check out the Medical Marijuana Education Series. You decide what you'd like to learn and win with Mary on Demand. Visit mary.famu.edu. That's M-M-E-R-I.F-A-M-U.edu. And remember, recreational marijuana is still illegal in Florida. Marry, educate, learn, talk. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Coach Steve Spurry, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The voice of the game is Sean Kelly with us for another segment. Glad to have him here. He'll answer your questions, 392-8255. Email srussell at wruf.com. Good segue here. A caller asked about the game time changes, so let's go over those. Yeah, both games coming up have had significant time changes. We'll yes. start with this Saturday. What was originally a 4 p.m. game at South Carolina is now noon, uh, and that's because ESPN has wanted to grab that thing. So it'll be a, it'll be on ESPN and SEC Network. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, okay. and okay. of course on the radio too. So that's Saturday, and then the big one on Tuesday, uh, Alabama comes here. And it was a 9 p.m. tip-off. Are you serious? On a school night, of all things. Uh, Fan-friendly now, start time of 7 p.m. on Tuesday night. And again, because the big network recognizes the game, they grab it. And I am thrilled about that because uh, we have done uh, great as a fan base in filling up the O'Connell Center on Saturdays. I think it was five sellouts in a row on Saturdays. We were close last night. Uh, on a weeknight, boy, if there was ever a night to pack one in on a weeknight, it's Tuesday night. This is a really crucial stretch right now for Florida. So, yay, 7 o'clock. I thought of you. Thank you. And I thought of my son, yeah. who runs camera. Yes. They're both going, thank you. Yes. Thank you for 7 o'clock. Uh, get to the phones. Andrew, hello. Yeah, hello. Uh, good afternoon, Sean. 
Hi. Um, yeah, uh, great job there on the uh, play-by-play. Um, it, I was one of the people who, and I love Nick so much, you know, it took me a little while to warm up to you, but but uh, heck of a, you're doing a heck of a great job. I wanted to ask, um, your position, where you guys sit, you and Lee, during a game, are, are you are you watching the action on the floor to 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 call your game, or are you primarily using a little monitor to uh, to make your calls? Well, first of all, thanks for the kind words. Um, where we are at home, uh, I call everything live action. I use the monitor for replays primarily. Now there are some other places where I get screened. If sometimes I'm near the uh, Gators bench and Todd Golden shields me or we're in a corner or NBA games where we're off the floor, sometimes I do have to call one end of the floor off the monitor and the other one with my own eyes, you know, kind of live action. So at least at home, mm-hmm. I get to call it the way I like to, which is right there in front of me uh, and can see all I need to see, and I use that monitor for, for replays. Curious question. Yeah. Yeah. And la- lastly – um, do you do you foresee in the future maybe, or would you like to call a basketball game from an elevated position, uh, like you know, not exactly like football? I mean, obviously the venues are bigger. Would you like to be kind of looking down uh, to to call it? You think that would help? Well, I mean, I actually most all my NBA games now are elevated, and really? it's been that way for quite some time. So. I'm quite used to it. There are some advantages in that, um, just like anything else, if you pick yourself self up off the floor a little bit, you can see some stuff on, say, the weak side of a play that maybe when I'm at floor level, there's some traffic to try and kind of see through a little bit. So when you're elevated, there is a little bit of that advantage. The disadvantage is, uh, depending on how far removed you are, uh, you lose that connection with asking an official a question, uh, really kind of getting a better feel about the communication on the floor or uh, the type of emotion that is involved in a particular basketball game. So uh, there's, there's mm-hmm. advantages and there are disadvantages. Uh, what I don't like is I don't like going to Madison Square Garden now and being in that elevated position <laughs> or in Dallas where I'll be on, sa- on Sunday and you're basically up at a hockey level trying to call a basketball game. That's a little ridiculous. So Yeah, yeah. yeah everything, so. everyone's different. Thanks, yep. Sean. No yep. problem. Andrew, thank you. Uh, Kevin says with Pullen and Walton, Walter Clayton. Yeah, I think that's who he sure. means. Playing so many minutes, it's key to have a consistent fourth guard for Florida to possibly go far in the tournament. Yeah, well, yes and no. Um, we're now we're now into where most teams are are riding an eight to nine man rotation. Um, you know, Denzel Aberdeen here has played some more minutes here of late, and that's simply to keep Pullen and Clayton from having to play thirty eight. 39 minutes in a game uh, you you can get more creative as a head coach now too you know you know when that media timeout is coming so we're going to see a little bit more and more probably not just Todd but other coaches too they're going to try and sub when they're anticipating one little last burst of play before that dead ball like at the under 16 timeout or the under eight or something like that so then what happens is your sub goes in your frontline guard comes off and they get an extended rest in that it's in conjunction with a full media timeout. And then sure enough, at the end of the media timeout, that frontline guard comes back into play. Um, so right now, if you're looking at that guard rotation for the Gators, it's Walter Clayton, Zion Poland, 
Will Richard is kind of lumped into that, even though he's a wing. And then Denzel Aberdeen and, and uh, Riley Kugel also can play the guard and can handle the ball, too. So, um, look, don't you just all you got to do is look at the back score. What did Zion Poland last night? Hang on. Poland played 37 and a half minutes last night. And I think that's probably going to be pretty typical the rest of the yep, way. I do, too. Yep. Andrew says, what region of the NCAA tournament do you want to be in? What teams don't we want in our bracket? Can we match up with UConn or Purdue? I would rather not see either of them until after <laughs> late, the first weekend. Very late. It's very interesting how that all starts to play out. And I know, you know, we're all starting to kind of watch Joe Lenardi stuff or Bracket Tile, you know, all that. And it changes every day. You know, one day we're in Detroit, and then Steve Egan will come to me and go, oh, we're going to be in Pittsburgh, or we're going to be here or there or the other way. It's all about matchups. Um, you, you, um, the first trick is getting to be on the right side of the seating. You want to be the lower number so you can, on paper, beat the higher number. And then there are certain low numbers that you don't want to be so you don't run into uh, number one, perhaps, like UConn or Purdue or Kansas or something like that uh, on that second game. If you can kind of get your number lined up to perhaps you're facing one of the twos, you know, which, again, we're splitting hairs here on these elite teams, then that's how you find your path toward just get through the first weekend of the Sweet 16. So, yeah. All right, right, let's. I want to end by kind of given the 50,000-foot view here of the league. Today, it could change after Saturday, yeah. is Tennessee, who's the best team in the league? Mm. Probably Tennessee. I, I would say that By slightly. Yeah. I don't know that anybody wants to see Kentucky the rest of the way because they're trending up. Um, those. Uh, let me, answer, let me answer, answer you the question this way. Okay. Somebody asked me, who do we not want to see in the SEC tournament, like on day one or something like that? And I said, right now it would be Kentucky and Tennessee. I'm willing to take my chances as a Gator against everybody else. Tennessee's a tough matchup for us, and I think they've got the player of the year in Dalton Connect, and I'm a little concerned about Kentucky uh, just because they're trending up. Although we, Kentucky would probably say, we're not a good matchup for them. Right, and okay? Florida's trending up. And tre- yeah. No doubt, no doubt. There's a lot of teams that don't want any part of the orange and blue right now. I get that. Okay. But that's just, to, that's just to answer your question. You remember where we, uh, we talked, like, I don't know, second or third week of January, and I said there's like two, maybe three teams, and then this big glob, right? Well, the glob actually has pulled the big ones down closer. Yep. And so now, if you look at the league, I'd say anywhere from one to seven, pick them. Yeah. Pick them. Match up, all that. Yeah. 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 I'm not a gambler. If I was, I wouldn't touch it. (laughs) Okay. There you go. All right. Okay. Thank you for being here. Enjoy the call this weekend. Yep. 128 time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery. The SEC swimming champion coach. Anthony Nesty joins us next, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Calling all outdoor enthusiasts. Polaris of Gainesville is having a massive boat sale with massive savings. What better way is there than to start off the new year with a brand new boat or watercraft? The kind of memories you make on the water are the kind of memories that last a lifetime. Polaris of Gainesville has drastically cut prices on Key West, Carolina Skiff, and Yamaha watercrafts to help you get there and get those memories started. The 
2024s are here, and the 2023s must go. Stop by the dealership and take advantage of these huge discounts with price breaks as large as $24,000 off MSRP. This is Polaris of Gainesville's most aggressive sale ever. Did I mention Polaris of Gainesville is looking for and will take in all trades? That's right. If they don't have to feed it... They'll take it in on trade. From riverboats to inflatable billy goats, bring that joker on down and let us get you in the vessel of your dreams. Located on US 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Visit us at PolarisofGainesville.com. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003 Lettertronics World help you simplify your life at home. The professionals at EW can custom design, install, and program a URC total control automation and control system to put the operation of video, audio, locks, lighting, custom shades, thermostat, and more at your fingertips. You'll also be able to monitor your surveillance cameras in just one app. Take control of your life at home with a little assistance from Electronics World. Online at electronicsworld.net. Hey, Bill, I heard about your car accident. Yeah, this jerk pulled right out in front of me. I'm okay, but the car got whacked. And now you've got to deal with the insurance companies. Ugh. No way. Not me. I'm having the repair work done at Mako. They handle the whole insurance claim for you. Let Mako of Gainesville take the insurance headache away. They work with all major companies and will schedule, inspect, and repair your vehicle. It's easy. Visit Mako of Gainesville on Main Street or online at mwacogainesville.com. Rock on down the highway to the Ocala RV Show at the Florida Horse Park, North Central Florida's largest RV show, Thursday, February 29th through Sunday, March 3rd, with hundreds of RVs on display, lifestyle boots, and daily door prizes, Thursday through Saturday, 9 to 5, Sunday, 10 to 4, adults $5, kids under 16 free, $2 off for military and first responders. Don't buy an RV until you shop all 10 RV dealers at the Ocala RV Show, Florida Horse Park. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Today, a cold front is working its way through north central Florida. Cloudy skies for us. Temperatures limited to the upper 60s in the afternoon. And we'll have a breeze again gusting between 20 and 25 miles an hour. Can't rule out the chance for a stray sprinkle. Tonight, remaining cloudy. Lows dropping to the mid to upper 50s. For our Friday, highs warmer getting to the mid to upper 70s. Cloudy early with a chance for afternoon thunderstorms. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski.
Evan, Canty, and Michelle are unsportsmanlike. Why do I need to see each individually sliced piece of bacon? That doesn't there make sense. There has to be a reason for it, right? But what's the reason? I, I if don't they know. sell it other ways, it doesn't make sense. Like, like, are you showing off every single slice of bacon? Bacon is packaged this way to extend its shelf life and maintain freshness. When I go to the store and get a pack <laughs> of bacon, I, I ain't like, man, I need to save this bacon for next month. Unsportsmanlike with Evan, Canty, and Michelle. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on WRUF. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. You know, there's a, a lot of great sports going on uh, around this campus. And uh, I wanted to give Gator Swimming a shout-out and be put under the spotlight because the job that Anthony Nesty, the Gator coach, has done with this program uh, certainly speaks for itself. Anthony, welcome. Good to have you. Congratulations. SEC champion sounds pretty nice, doesn't it? Always does. Winning never gets old, but uh, thanks for having me on. Steve. Yep. What were some of the, let, let's start with the men first. Um, you know, what were some of the keys to you getting that win in the championship? Well, for us, the key, uh, especially a long meet like the SEC meet, it's, you know, for us, it starts in September. Um, our theme was, uh, you know, attitude on both sides, uh, men and women. Our, our theme was attitude, effort, and focus. And as you all know, it's a long season, so being disciplined day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out, is was the key for us uh, being successful. At the start of the competition season, Anthony, did you did you feel as if your men and women would be in a good team and and uh, capable of a lot of good things? We've recruited well, and we had a, a good group returning, um, so that always helps. Uh, but. Uh, the success comes from our consistency on a day-to-day basis like I said before um, you know my job is to put a plan together for uh, being the best at SECs and uh, NC2As and, um, and you, you, you just gotta have a plan stick to the plan you can make deviations but at the end of the day uh, the focus was uh, going to the conference meet and winning All right, I got an email here for you coach uh, from uh Stephen, he says, you are a great butterfly swimmer, of course. Are there qualities that make somebody great in that particular event compared with other events? Uh, you know, yes. Um, fly is a, uh, a leg-dominated uh, stroke, so flexibility is key, leg strength is key, and uh, obviously how fast you kick on a day-to-day basis is, is, is key as well. Um, timing um, is, is, is also important. So um, all the above, um, if, if you have good timing, good strength, um, good flexibility, uh, that boats well for now. You have a butterflyer. Oh, I'm sorry. You have a uh, a last chance meet. I think it's against Auburn. What does that last chance, if somebody doesn't understand swimming, mean in terms of the, the meet? Well, to to get to the NC2A meet, you have to. Uh, get to a time standards that will have you get picked up by um, 
in, in, by the committee, so to speak. Um, they're, they're, uh, both men and women have an X number of athletes that they allow into the meet every year. And, uh, and sometimes um, if, if you make the A qualifying standards, you're definitely in the meet. But sometimes um, the A standards are so fast in, in, in college swimming that not everybody makes the A, so they fill up the rest of the meet with, with the B standards, the fastest B standards. So let's say, you, you know, 30, 30 seconds is an A standard, and you have five athletes um, in the 53 that qualified the A standard, they're going to fill up the rest of that event. Um, on the men's side, they take 21 lines. So, you know, one through 20, 21st, let's say Anthony Nesty is the 32 and is the uh, 21st athlete in that event. I, I would make the meet simply because of the, the, the number of athletes uh, that they allow into each event. Uh, hopefully that makes sense. It does. Same for the women. It does. Um, Anthony, I hope I ask a question that makes sense here because obviously I've never been a competitive swimmer. Um, but you, you, you've, you've won the SEC, you get this last chance meet here, and then you're going to get to the NCAAs soon. Um, what is there a process in terms – do you taper? Do you rest some athletes? How does that work to, so where you're at the prime at the NCAAs? Is that, is that a good question? It's a great question, um, but sometimes um, I don't like to, to talk about taper because taper is, 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 you know, taper for me and taper for you could be night and day. I got gotcha. you. Um, okay. And what I, well, the way I. Uh, Better well, way to put it. Yeah. The word, the word I use in, in our program is preparation. Okay. Um, we prepare to, to, to be the best we can at SECs, and, 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 and we do the same for NC2As. And, yes, um, the workload has to come – has has to decrease. Um, so that's what I call it, tapering. Um, but but the, the bottom line is I see people – Swim fast when they taper, and unfortunately, <laughs> I see, see people swim slow when they taper. So, I'm I'm I'm, I'm more of a preparation type uh, philosophy where 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 each each, but once you get closer to the meet, it becomes more of an individual basis. Like I said before, um, what I need to swim fast, shaved and tapered, may be different than what you need. So it's it, it becomes a. Uh, you know, I, I lose sleepless nights because, you know, simply because we have to get a lot of athletes ready and every person is different. Anthony Nesty is our guest, Gator men's and women's swimming coach. Uh, Anthony, I want to ask one last thing. Sometimes, I don't care what sport it is, at the start of the season, there's an athlete that, you know, maybe you weren't counting on or whatever, and all of a sudden, for whatever the reason, they blossom and they really help you. Have you had a couple of kids like that over the course of the year? Um, we, we, we always have have athletes that uh, come from nowhere, especially on the freshman side. You know, we had a uh, on, on the men's side. You know, Johnny Marshall. Um, you know, he broke two school records, and both both were the hundred was Ryan Lochte's record, and Adam broke it last year. But he broke that, and then he broke. Brian Lochte's 200 back record, which was which was, you know, NC2A winning time. 
at, at the time, and he broke it by by a second almost. So that that was probably the surprise of the meet. And but there there are numerous, uh, you know, the, the beauty about uh, you know our sport and especially our program. We have people swim well in all disciplines of the sport, and sometimes at the end after each meet, you know, I, you know, I have buddies call me or, or coaches call me. What about this person? Where do they come from? And it's just it's just a tribute to um, the support staff, the staff, the university for giving us uh, all the support we need to get these athletes, men and women, ready to to compete at a high level. Uh, that as he sees, and now we're, we need to try to do the same thing at NC two A's. And I want to say to you on a personal note, congratulations, because the Paris Olympics is coming up, and you're going to be yes, coaching there. Uh, I don't know when you stop. Anthony, but uh, God bless you because uh, you go from you know the Gators to that, but it's a terrific honor. I'm sure you're looking forward to that. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, the the, the most important thing it's, it's um, you know yeah I have, I'm going to have a I want to have a good good staff this summer too. So um, the staff here at UF is fantastic, but you you know US typically um, you have the you know the, the best you know universities that. Uh, half swimming and you know therefore we're going to have a really good staff for, 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 the, for the summer olympics so well i appreciate you being here and talking about your team i wish you luck the rest of the way thanks for taking the time thank you sir enjoy the rest of the week and you thanks too. for having me on. you got it anthony Bye. thank you he's done a heck of a job anthony nesty uh the men's and women's swim coach we were expected to have lee steinberg agent extraordinaire here but i just got an email that he cannot do it today we will reschedule him uh, but it gives you a chance to uh, call up, though, uh, and get on the last segment of the show. Again, a reminder, uh, we will not have a show tomorrow as we head to uh, Miami for Gator Baseball, and uh, we'll come back uh, on Monday. And, man, are we going to have a lot to talk about uh, on Monday, a lot of stuff going on. So uh, we'll have mucho to talk about with this weekend, Gator Softball. The Gator women's golf team having the Gator Invitational this weekend over at uh, the golf course, so that'll be kind of fun too. And uh, a lot going on with both men's and women's basketball. The women's SEC tournament starts next week. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with Florida. They can make a run in the SEC tournament. 143, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Lexi Skolnick. Tonight, the Florida Gators women's basketball team is looking to bounce back after a tough loss to Georgia. The Gators will face off with Alabama tonight in Tuscaloosa. Coverage starts here at 6.40 PM. The Gators softball team will face off with Cal State Fullerton at 8 PM and then go head-to-head -head with Long Beach State at 10.30 tonight in the Judy Garman Classic. Coverage starts here at 10.15 p.m. And tomorrow, the Gators baseball team will face off with the Miami Hurricanes and Coral Gables at 7 p.m. Coverage starts here at 6.55 tomorrow night. That's your Gainesville Sports Center, and I'm Lexi Skolnick. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
This is the time of year to enjoy life. Stop letting that pain in your joints keep you from doing what you want to do this spring. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Call QC Kinetics now. They're the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. I'm talking lasting joint pain relief with no surgery, drugs, or downtime. It's a fact. QC Kinetics is literally transforming lives. Their advanced treatments harness your own body's ability to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. Pro athletes have been doing this for decades, but now this life-changing treatment is available for you. You can walk and run and climb stairs and play golf and move again pain-free. No pain pills, no risky surgery. It's an all-natural solution. QC Kinetics has tens of thousands of satisfied patients who reclaim their mobility. Take action now and live your best life this spring and summer. It's a great use of your tax refund check, by the way, as well. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550. International Diamond Center invites you to step into a world of elegance and luxury as we roll out the red carpet for the world's two largest bridal designers. Next weekend, March 8th through 10th, Takori and Viraggio will be here with their entire collections. Exceptional handcrafted rings made with intricate detail and craftsmanship. See the entire collection from Takori. Exquisite handcrafted rings from true artisans in California. And here from New York, see all the latest from Viraggio. Unique, distinctive, and personalized. Find the ring of your dreams and enjoy two years zero interest financing. Plus, at this event, when you buy any Tokori or Viraggio ring, IDC will give you a $500 gift card. Buy the matching wedding band and get a $1,000 gift card. Don't miss this spectacular event featuring the most exclusive designers in bridal. And let IDC's experts help you match up the most perfect diamond for the ring you'll fall in love with. It's happening next weekend, March 8th through 10th exclusively at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. Hey, Steve Russell here. I want to tell you about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. FICARE Federal Credit Union serves only health care workers and their families. And now they have a fantastic fixed-rate visa with rates as low as 9.5% APR. So while other institutions are raising rates on their variable rate credit cards, sometimes as high as the mid-20s, theirs stays consistently low with no annual fee. It's one of the best cards you have and has a rewards program attached to it as well. You're not going to find a card with that low a rate with all these features anywhere locally. FICARE Federal Credit Union online, FICAREFCU.org. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, 
WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Just check the weather for Miami. It's going to be like 80 down there for the weekend. So, And there is a chance of rain Sunday, so let's hope that gets knocked out. Uh, 3928255, you can email srussell at wruf.com. Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve, hitting you at the end of the show here as usual. Hated that Steinberg couldn't come on. I always like to hear that guy. Great guest list. He's a good guy. Hey, yeah, hey, Steve, want to chat you up on a little SEC basketball and have a quick question for you about Justin Fields. All right. Steve, um, Alabama's getting a lot of attention, of course, 100-point games, Tennessee and all that. But, man, Kentucky, maybe because I'm a little closer to it, uh, they've got Ferraris across the board. They're 10 deep with five-star players. And now this ringer, uh, they call him Big Z. Nobody can pronounce his name. He was in a pro league over there in Europe, by the way. And, uh, man, if Kentucky's firing on all cylinders, you talk about a team I wouldn't want to see in March. Calipari's teams usually really peak at tournament time. Not every year. Uh, St. Peter's and all that. But, uh, man, that team is loaded. It is. Um, the one thing I would say about that team, though, that I think they're susceptible to, because they're young, I don't think they're a great defensive team. So I think for them to, I don't see them winning a you know seventy to sixty six game. I, I don't see that. Now, a lot of teams don't win those games because offenses, you know, are what they are. But I'm with you. I mean, they they are built for the postseason. I, I think now whether they can do the job or not, we'll see. But they're dangerous, no doubt. Steve, I think you could say this for a lot of teams, but if they fire on all cylinders like they did uh, a night or two back, I think Justin Edwards went 10 for 10 from the field. That They've got the horses to go to the Final Four. I don't like saying it, but they do. No, they do. They do. I mean, you don't know, again, who they match up with, you know, all of that, we don't know. But just in terms of talent, yes, they have the capability. Yeah. I was looking at NBADraft.net, all these mock drafts coming out, and they go for the two rounds, which, of course, is 60 picks. I think I saw maybe seven or so Kentucky players in that top 60 picks. Yeah, We're playing college basketball, not NBA, right? Yeah, and those teams don't always win. Yeah. Okay, hey, Steve, one quick question on Justin Fields. I'm kind of interested in this. You're a football coach. Go GM angle here. Here's a guy who was came out with Trevor Lawrence, the big number one player out of Atlanta, I guess went – Played at Ohio State, I guess, under Herb, of course, right? Didn't win the national title, but finished second. I believe he was the 11th pick in the NFL draft. His QBR rating, the pro number, is 82.3, which puts him about 29th in current uh, NFL quarterback rankings. What, I mean, it looks like the Bears are moving on. But if you're a team, what do you do with that guy? I mean, I think the jury's out if he's even an NFL quarterback. And when it comes contract time, these guys won't pay it on that second contract. There's a lot, a lot to unpack there. Okay, let, let's start with this. Sometimes it depends on the team you're on. And this is not a fair comparison, but I think you get my point. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco didn't even see the field with the Jets. He goes in because Watson gets hurt and looks like he's 20 years old again. Why? Because Cleveland's receivers are pretty good, and he's a veteran quarterback, and he played behind an offensive line that was pretty good. So if you're in Justin Fields' corner, you would say he hasn't had a great set of receivers to throw to. He had one good one this past year, but not a great set of receivers. And he was raw coming out. I mean, I don't think anybody thought he was a polished product coming out. And it's just like when Zach Wilson was taken. As a Jets fan, I cringed when they took him because 
I didn't think he was tested a lot where he played. I do think if Justin Fields is put in the right system with some receiver talent, given what he can do with his legs, I think he would be a serviceable quarterback. Yeah, well, I'll leave you with this, Steve. As you well know, the NFL graveyard is littered with first-round quarterback bust. Uh, you just mentioned Zach Wilson, Kenny Pickett, Marcos Mariota. The list goes on and on and on. But uh, the Dolphins can't figure out if they want to pay Tua. What in the world does a quarterback usually get on his second contract in the NFL? Thirty, forty, pushing fifty million dollars? Would you throw forty million dollars at Justin Fields? No, no, I would not. I, I it, it, it would take a monumental deal to have the Bears relinquish that pick and not take Caleb Williams. But I do think he's going to get traded. I think the Bears will get a third or a fourth rounder for him, and he goes somewhere and gets a new start. I, I hope he does because it's just like in Carolina, right? It, it, is that guy that bad? I don't think he is, but he doesn't have any help. I, I don't care who the quarterback is. You need help. Hang in there, Steve. All right, thank you. Andrew, Hello. Yeah, I want to talk about uh, the football playoff, the proposal that they got. Okay. Uh, am I, does it seem like uh, 14 teams, like it sounds kind of exciting, but it's kind of like uh, maybe the first weekend will be good, but or the second games, I don't know, like 14 teams. I'm with that other caller. I don't think there's going to be very good matchups for the second games. The 14 teams is too many, don't you think? Well, I think what's happening now is we're seeing some fans speak out of both sides of their mouth, okay? If you're telling me that the way it is now isn't good enough because there's only four teams, well, we've seen matchups with four teams when there's been blowouts, right? Even with four teams. So what do you expect? When there's 14, there's going to be blowouts. But I think, I think, at least now, the attitude is, well, at least my team can get in. I may get blown out, but at least my team's got a chance to be in the college football playoff. So I think at least initially, Andrew, that's going to be a big deal. Hey, we made it. Okay, first round we got beat 40-20, to but okay, we made it. That's what yeah, I think. Yeah, what do you think of what do you think of the whole like they're going to give each conference a certain amount? You you a fan of that? I don't I don't really like that. I don't like it either. But let's face it, there's two conferences running the show here: the Big Ten and the SEC. And because they run the show, they're going to get what they want. And I think in the end, they're going to get three teams in. I really believe that. Yeah, and then did you see the Notre Dame might get a special provision for their for them? That's kind of weird. Well, that's you know Notre Dame's gotten special, rightly or wrongly, they've gotten special provisions before. All right, sounds good. Okay, thank you, Andrew. Uh, Ed, go ahead. Hey, Steve. Uh, I think Florida's uh, quad one win situation or win uh, has gone up. I think. Maybe one or two teams are now quad one, and Ole Miss has dropped down to quad two. Is is that accurate, or or where do we stand right now as far as quad one record? Oh, I'd have to look it up, uh, but it's good, and they've not lost any any quad two, three, or four games. 
I think it's like, I want to say three and eight, maybe in quad one, three or four and eight, something like that. But that's not going to hurt them. Yeah, it being hot at the right time is, is, is really going to help. But like I said, I think Ole Miss dropped into a quad two game, but Pitt and maybe one other team, it might have been Mississippi State, has elevated their game up to a quad one status, which gives us two wins. But that's neither here or there. We're probably looking at, at what, somewhere between seven and ten seed, you think? Uh, depends. I, I've seen as Florida's high as a six seed. So, you know, there's other – that's today. That's going to change. They play two more ranked teams. So could they drop a little bit? But they are safely in the tournament. Safely. Yeah. And did that Alabama player actually get a suspension? Yes, uh, one game suspension. It, oh, it was just one? Yes. I heard it might be as many as three. Okay, so he will definitely be on the floor when they come here. Yes. Okay, thanks a lot, Steve. Appreciate it. Okay, thank you. And I'm sure the hometown crowd will let him know he's in Gainesville, Florida. I just have a sneaking suspicion that will happen in the O'Connell Center uh, when that day comes. Um. Let's see here. Oh, I lost, I lost my place here. James says, looking forward to some NFL draft talk as we get closer to April. Quickly, do you think Caleb Williams goes first to the Bears? Yes. Do the rumors of him wanting a share in ownership a deterrent to somebody picking him? No. No. If, if you believe he is a franchise quarterback, I don't think that is a deterrent at all. I guess there's some college players not getting paid. NFL players need to have a share in ownership now. Well, I mean, that anything can be negotiated, right? And what do NFL players do? They look, they, they're not going to play football forever. So what do they negotiate for the future? I think that's pretty smart. And, James, I hope you are indicative of what has not happened here that there isn't, there has not been, at least from a talk show perspective, a lot of discussion about the draft. Every year I've done this show, I have said, hey, give me your team and who you think they should draft and then who they will draft. I've never had a year in which every NFL team was represented, ever, in 25 years. Maybe this year it'll be different. That's our show for today. Thanks to Bennett for producing it. We thank you for listening to it. Again, no show tomorrow. We're off for Miami. We'll talk to you on Gator Baseball and talk about a big Gator weekend come Monday on Sports Scene. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy your weekend. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981FM, 850AM, WRUF.